May 1, 2021. So watch the Pedro Show.
For Pedro Show, happy Saturday, happy May Day. Start off the show, John Coltrane doing Big Nick. Then we had a cheer accident with more or less from their new record. Uh, Brother Matt love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, a couple of miles south of me here in my Pedro town, Quentin Quarantino on. But I am not totally man alone, people, because those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, well, you can hear the motherfucker clicking away on his keyboard there. You gotta wait for the show to be over to start downloading or to continue downloading the bestiality porn, please. <laughs> <laughs> now I got Jeff and Time with me from Cheer Accident. That was just joke, people. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love this music. We got to give uh, Mr. Steve in the D.C. area some credit for the connect, right? And his. Uh, how do you pronounce the label? Is it cuneiform? Cuneiform? I would say cuneiform. Cuneiform, okay. Because I am the master destroying not only English, but all the other languages, too. <laughs> and I'm very sorry. I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that. You've been destroying my name so far, but I don't want to... Oh, yeah. Okay. How, how would you say it? I would pronounce it Tim. Tim! Okay. It ain't like the fucking Simon and Garfunkel. Rosemary. Okay. <laughs> I could go for some silence right about now. All right, all right, all right. I for, I forget, forgive me, please, forever, Mr. Tim. Oh, I will. Mr. I will. Tim. <laughs> Tim's a beautiful name, too. In fact, more beautiful. And who wants to go first, Jeff or Tim? Because I want to explore both you guys' uh, music journey before we get to the fucking uh, cheer accident uh, incarnation. <laughs> Tim? I mean, there's not much of a journey before. Well, let me asked. let me ask you some questions, Tim. Uh, your earliest musical recollection, please. Oh, 
That's a good one. Uh, it's got to be Herb Alpert. Okay. Remember, it's yeah. a lot from Pedro show. There's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Herb Alpert. I've been listening to Herb Alpert since I was in the womb. Okay. And, and what, did you grow up in the Chicago area? Oh, yeah. Okay. Was there any musical instruments in the pad you grew up in? Yeah. Well, um, my mom had a piano, and I would pound on that thing. Okay, you jumped on it. But did you have to go, for a lot of cats who's been on the show, the piano lesson thing was an ordeal. Did you have to go through that? No, I went through the trumpet lesson ordeal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was the first record you bought with your own money? Um, I believe it was Whipped Cream and Other Delights. By Herb Albert. Herb Albert, yeah, great album cover. And what was the first gig you went and saw? Uh, well, again, that was <laughs> that was definitely Herb Albert because I was only five, and uh, he played at the Arlington Park Racetrack in 1968, and I went with my parents and my uncle. Ah, bitchin'. Now, what about in school? Were you in the choir or, or the marching band or shit like that? Maybe the trumpet, right? Yeah, marching band, definitely. Okay. And uh, uh, how long did you stay on the trumpet? What, have I stopped? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Just playing trumpet yesterday. Okay, okay. Well, fuck what for asking the most stupid fucking question there. Okay. <laughs> that was bullshit. Okay, so sorry about that. Uh, okay, uh, did you want... Uh, well, the first music you played with the trumpet was shit that the teachers gave you at school? Yeah. And uh, what about not after school, like graduating, but after school in the afternoon, you know, the garage band, the basement band, the bedroom band. Did you do stuff like that with the trumpet? Oh, yeah. Tell um, me about it. Yeah, I used to do this uh, tape to tape to tape method. I was a recording geek as far back as like fifth grade. Remember those little portable Panasonic cassette players? Absolute. I had two of those. So I would record something maybe with my toy drums on one recorder, and then I would play that out loud, and then I would play trumpet as that's playing, and the other recorder would record it. And you just go back and forth that way. And before you know it, you have seven out-of-tune tracks. And, uh, and hardly any hiss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you. Well, yeah. But anyway, we got to be... Uh... Grateful to Mr. Les Paul, right, for sound on sound. No Absolutely. shit. Now, so, so a lot of this was like a man alone? Yeah, I uh, mostly did stuff on my own, but I also did stuff with this guy, Mike Greenleys. I don't know if you know the band Tar. Oh, yeah. Um, he ended up being the drummer for Tar, so we've kind of had parallel lives in that sense. And did you have a band with a name? Did you do gigs? <laughs> we played in front of our families. Okay. Um, yeah, we had uh, a band called The Terrific Two in like <laughs> fifth grade, and we played in front of our families. I think we charged like 10 cents to get into the living room. Did they throw shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, got hit, I, I got hit with a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, several Chicago gigs I had shit thrown at me. It's perfect. <laughs> this was actually in Palatine, so people are a little tamer there. Okay, okay. 
You know, my, my favorite town in that area, Berwyn? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why does everybody laugh when you mention the that? Garbage. Did you see the garbage art? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So, so, so what happened? What uh, well, what happens with the terrific two? Oh, you know, we graduated to the Thrifty Three when we included his brother. <laughs> uh, and then it became the Palatinians, and then it was Tobias, and then finally in sheer accident, but we won't get into that yet. Wow. So he's he's been your partner in crime all this time. Yeah, Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike was uh, Mike Greenlee's, sure. He wow. was there early on. Okay, that's great and I to have. Jeff college yeah together okay and did you ever end up putting out any of those cassette recordings you made no the first cassette that came out uh was life isn't like that and that was a cheer accident cassette that that didn't come out till 1986 okay because i I want to get to get to cheer cheer accident uh in fact let's play something from the new record fallen world
sat before the judge and the sweat did bead. The enormity of destiny weighing heavily upon their shoulders. Silence swept the court as the judge read the verdict. Guilty. Off with their heads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotta gotta do it in moderation.
Cowboy boots or Doc Martens? Inserts are needed. Rock and roll flicker. Moon on leaves in the backyard. Air guitar flailing. Down to the creek bed. Distant hunting rifles pop. The columbine blooms. Always look gorgeous. Pine needles fell around him. Naked with black socks. Cat's Cradle 50. Friends and bands sustain my life. My feet are so sore. Head full of concrete. The cat slowly walks outside. Otis Redding plays. 
head full of concrete, the cat slowly walks outside. Otis Redding plays. Buy a book of stamps. 25 icy degrees now. Marvin Gaye letters. Egyptian bedspread. Historical novel awaits. If my eyes obey. Eastern N.C. Jesus can't use the bathroom. So he left the state. Would that would I were. Without wind willing me on. Down a well-worn trail. Glad I had a child. Later rather than sooner. Missing the sleep, though. Your bumper sticker. Man, it's some kind of profound. Stepping on the gas. The disturbing days. Thousand hour afternoon. Antiseptic hall. Pointlessness is best. This purpose-driven life book props up my table. Need a lot of cash? Get into poetry now. All your problems solved. Hey, but it's cool. I still got my mom. It's 
speaking of, hey mom, can I borrow a couple bucks for rent? I swear I'll pay you back tomorrow. Like Friday, three days from now. I mean, like the next month for sure, for sure.
Why from Pedro show? We heard Fallen World from Cheer Action. They start off that chunk of music. And brand new on May Day is this uh, collab I did with Sam Locke Ward in Iowa City uh, during the situation, trading files, mm-hmm. called Real Manic Time. And the uh, first tune is Guilty. We played that. And his buddy from Dubuque, a little bit north of Iowa City, Bob Bucko Jr. with uh, Requiescent. Then Bob is printing from the D.C. area with Dog and Love. Network Glass as door in Baltimore. Incredible uh, piece there called In a Room for a While. Damn. Don't know how he does it. John Wayne after that. You and the Kitten. And there ain't any H in John. This isn't uh, Marion from Iowa. The actor. This is, uh, well, we lost. Yeah, both of them are gone now. Phil v- uh, Venable, uh, North Carolina. I think uh, Durham. Or maybe Chapel Hill. Around there, that triangle. American Haku Redux, a GME, brand new, from Hot Dog Stand from East L.A. here. Are you a cop? SoCal too, but Shadow Hills. Are you, uh, and this is, I guess, the theme song, Are You Cop 2020? And then finally, Wishful Breathing. <laughs> a little pun rock, right? Uh, sheer accident. <laughs> yeah, we pun took the, rock. Yeah, we yeah. took the K out and started cracking everybody up. Yeah. yeah. The nose, nose, I see the C. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jeff, your turn. Earliest recollection, please bring. Take it away, Jeff. Uh, I think the first record, and it was a, a single I bought, was uh, Snoopy versus the Red Baron by the Royal Guardsmen, I believe. And um, then the first actual album was Black Sabbath's first record. Yeah, and, that's the stuff you bought with your own money. But what's your absolutely. first? What's your first musical recollection? I mean, you the first is that your yeah. first memory is buying a record? No, no, I um. I always had stuff just sort of floating through my head. Um, I hear pop songs on the radio and sort of like deconstruct them in my head. And I didn't know why or how I was doing it, but it was just sort of happening. And, you know, mostly while hiding in the backseat of the car on some awful family road trip or something, (laughs) just make things up in my head. And um, then I started also playing trumpet. That was my first instrument and uh, was in band, all that stuff. Same stuff as Tim, basically. But I was mostly taking trumpet seriously at the time. I picked up a guitar and started just sort of farting around with it in high school and um, really never took it that seriously until I got to college. And when Tim and I met, um, we stayed in touch after he left and ended up living together. And we can get into that in a bit. That's sort of uh, that's sort of my path. I wasn't really uh, playing in garage bands or anything like that in high school at the time. I loved music, but I was mostly the trumpet guy. And uh, this was Chicago area? Chicago area, yep, okay. different suburb than Tim. And a different... Very different. <laughs> okay, so it was a different high school. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we didn't know each other until college, so, yeah. And, uh, well, uh, you learned how to read, right? I learned how to read on uh, trumpet. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I, I can sort of feign competence reading on a guitar, but... I do that mostly by ear. Yeah, did you ever write music for trumpet, uh, for trumpet back in them days? Not really, not back then, no. Um, I just, I didn't really start writing music until long after I met Tim. And, um, you know, we I'd come in with a riff once in a while, we'd develop it, work it up together, and eventually that sort of just grew and grew and grew as the years went by. So, so, so is your first band Sheer Accident? 
Absolutely. Oh, okay. So let's get into Cheer Accident then. How did it happen? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Tim, go ahead. Well, in high school, I had a bunch of cassettes with a bunch of people, and we started playing together on New Year's Eve going into 1981, and... After that, we had three cassettes, Institutionalized Sound, Shoe Tangents, and then the third one was, was Cheer Accident, and we decided, okay, that's, that's some sort of band name, but we didn't really become a real band until about 1987, and that's when Chris Block, a bass player, and Jeff and I were playing together, and that's when we first started playing live. Um, so that's when we became known as an actual band, you know. What, what was the first Cheer Accident gig like? Uh, not very well attended. Um, <laughs> uh, we call those character builders. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Definitely. I have um, built much character. Yeah, yeah, Actually, it's an ongoing process. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe 11 people in the audience. Is that about right, Jeff? Sounds about right. Yeah, 11 but, friends. But, but, but has it been your experience that sometimes those gigs can still be success considered successes? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. We've, you know, we've had practices in my basement where there have been like three people who stopped by to watch it, and I consider those successes. Yeah, yeah, good. I, I think that's a great fucking ethic to have. I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with some showbiz, but if you're always going to, you know, you end up pandering, you know, yeah. and we, we've got enough of that shit going on. So, <laughs> so, so, so you say that, that that first gig was a success and, and, and the band was a quartet at the time. Now, the material, was it all? No, we were actually, uh, we were actually a uh, trio at the time. And oh, okay. uh, one of the reasons it was a success is we ended with Filet of Nod. Which, uh, and which has a riff that just goes on forever. It's just like this manual lock groove. It's just like boom, 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 and we've we've done that in the park outside here in Chicago sometimes for as long as eight hours. Whoa, that's mantra rock. I love it. I love it. So. uh <laughs> the material. Well, first, let's talk about this name. You said it sounded like a band name. It sounds kind of trippy to me. Cheer Accident. Yeah, well, um, I was at a, Hall a Hallmark card shop, and there was a bin that had the, the name Cheer-Accident, and there was one card in it, and it was someone with their you know broken leg up <laughs> in, uh, in a hospital, on a, you know, on a gurney, and uh, it it was the card was to cheer someone up after they'd had an accident. I understand like, now. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm from the era of the the, you know, the record store with the bins. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of a parallel universe to that. Okay, makes great sense. And the material. This was all original cheer accident material. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, God, me and D. Boone, we were trying to copy off records for fucking years like idiots till the movement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like building models. You know, kind of looked like the real thing, but no. 
Okay, so so, do you bring over the the cassette recording experience to the cheer accident trip? Oh, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I feel like that's still what I'm doing as sort of the default engineer. I mean, now I have Pro Tools, but uh, it's the same fucking thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Especially conceptually. And now. Uh, uh, that core, uh, it was a trio, right? There was a bass man. What was his name? Chris? Yeah, Chris Block. Great, great bass sound. He was very influenced by, you know, mid-period King Crimson. Well, no, it's not mid-period. <laughs> but, you know, 73, 74. John Wetton. John Wetton. Like, yeah. John Wetton sound. And, yeah, uh, also a great singer, also- man. But I love John Wetton's P-Bass with a pick. Kind of overdriven. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. And you know, there's a bitching little tangent here, people. But he did a Roxy <laughs> music tour. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Video of it. Oh my God. Out of the blue and shit. Oh man. So amazing. Because <laughs> they always had that okay. Gustafsson guy on the records, right? But John Wetton yep. on that tour, man. Oh my yep. God. But yeah. you know, visually it was trippy. You know, air blow dry hair and body shirts and designer <laughs> jeans. It was nothing like in my mind. <laughs> but hey, don't let reality get in the way of that shit, right? No. <laughs> but oh, okay, okay. But what happened to Chris? Oh, I. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a story. But I I basically kicked him out in 1992. Okay, it happens. You lose the glue. But uh, don't was, don't worry. We're still friends, and he's still doing kick ass music. And uh, yeah. So, so there's two of the three left from the first gig. Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Because that's hard to keep going sometimes, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. what happened? Uh, I mean, the the band's been through a lot of carnations, right? So, what was the next thing? Uh, the next, ver- well, we went from a trio to a quartet, and that and Chris was still in the band. That was. Uh, me, Jeff, Chris, and this guitarist, Phil Bonet, who's no longer on the planet. Sorry. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what was it like with the guitar man? Um, with, yeah, the, the two guitars thing allowed us to be even more dissonant, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Twice the dissonance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because... Uh, uh, what what were you? Did you always bring the material and then the band would riff, or or what about you, Jeff? Did you bring material? Because you said that's, you 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 still hadn't written until this band, right? Well, yeah, that's sort of changed too over the years a bit, at least as far as my, like my function and my role. But um, yeah, originally, uh, ever, uh, Tim wrote a lot of the stuff, and then Chris Locke had written a good portion of the remainder of it, and then. Uh, I'd have a riff once in a while I'd just come in with, and then we'd all work it up collectively usually, which was a lot of fun, into a song properly. And then um, as the years passed on, I just became more and more uh, involved in like trying to write front to back, things like that. And so we, we kind of, it's a big mix of everything now, but um, but at that time, that's kind of how it worked. Okay, we're at the end of the first hour, May 1st, 2021, Dish Wapito Show, special guest, Jeff Tim from Cheer Accident. Hold tight for hour two. May 1, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. I can see. 
staring at a hook in the wall. Growing kind of bored of it all. My mouth tasting of tar.
What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you come and buy a record for me? Lend me your reels and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out of key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends Yes, I get by with a little help from my friends Do you believe in a love at first sight? Yes, I'm certain it happens all the time Let me around and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to okay Oh,
Show started the second hour off a cheer accident doing lifetime guarantee from a new record. Ben Salter from Tasmania after that Garibaldi. I don't know how to pronounce this. PSXO. Maybe it's an acronym. Huh? Slipstream. With a little help from my friends. Yeah, this is a cover song, but it's been reinterpreted. Alexander DeLarge, Super Freak, versus Super Freak. These are two cats out of Bari, which is near the heel part in Italy. Uh, DUME. After that was Salamander. That's got my brother Alec. He was on the show a couple episodes ago with his eye sores. Uh, cheer accident finally with him. So, uh, you know, and Tim, you want to talk about uh, how, your composition uh, uh, co- uh, contributions to the proj? Have they changed? Or it's not, It sounded like a little bit, like you made more room for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's a good way of putting. It. I mean, I think Jeff made room for Jeff. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I I had a huge head start on him in terms of writing stuff because I, you know, I've been writing shit since I was in like fifth grade or something. And Jeff, you know, like he said, he would contribute riffs that we would tweak and fuck with. Um, but you know. 1998 or so rolls around all of a sudden he's got these like 15 minute songs and it's like whoa what the fuck you know thank god for the four track right jeff absolutely ah so jeff, <laughs> jeff you you'd make like demos you'd yep. make everybody's yep. parts it wouldn't be just trumpet right it, or guitar shit it, right it'd be all the okay okay right yeah, kind right. of like kind of realized things yeah, it was a slow process to get there, but I eventually got there, and it's yeah, it's continued. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's been on fire for about I don't know twenty three years now or so. <laughs> we have literally called Salad Days, and the title track is this nineteen minute song, and you know eighty five percent of it is is Jeff. You know, now now uh, Jeff, the way you set it up, did you leave spots for the other guys to? I don't know, improvise, or, or did you map it all out? Um, like oh, a, yeah, like those, those spots are always there. I okay. actually kind of um, prefer that. Um, like, for instance, just specifically with Tim, like I I tend to not necessarily be great, the greatest editor in the in the box at, at, as far as my stuff goes, and Tim is, like, so amazing at taking something I've done and just, like, tweaking little parts and things and adding or taking away and making it, you know, go from like an eight to a ten, you know, it's uh so yeah, I'm I'm always up for that, and that's that's kind of how um how that 
work from the beginning as far as stuff I brought in that was sort of like quote unquote finished. It was never really finished. So when I write yeah. songs, I usually have too much and I have to remove. Yep. Yep. But, you know, yeah. it's easier to do that maybe than not enough. And then they got to add. Yep. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. See a carpenter would tell you that, right? Oh, yeah. It's a lot easier to like fucking sand the stuff off than try to glue it back <laughs> in there. All them little dust. Things. Look, I want to play languages here.
Watch for Pedro show. Language is. Yeah, okay, what? Almost some pilot air there. You can't b- blame the machinery, right? Language is, cheer <laughs> accident. Then uh, something live from Duo Decibel System out of Cleveland. Radio, tell me. Uh, did that Doom Salamander? Did I play some other Doom? Oh, I can't remember. But uh, uh, cheer accident with him after that. Or, or Eminence. I can't remember. Any way, people, there's a fucking playlist at the website. <laughs> if I screwed it up, I apologize. Uh, tell, tell me about this new record. Now, who's on this? By, by the time 2021 rolls around, what's Cheer Accident now? Uh, the picture looks like five people. Yeah, well, it's it's hard for us to keep track, even. <laughs> but I, I got a... I got another fuck you Watt moment here for you. Okay. You ready? Yeah, bring it. That's not our new album. It came out in 2018. We've had two since then. Oh, wow. Well, that's when I got <laughs> flowed to me. <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate it. That's that's one of my favorites. Uh, well, well, what about this stuff I'm going to play next hour, like humanizing the distance, and then you realize you haven't left yet? Oh, that's uh-huh. going back even further. That's okay, like, okay, because uh, see, I got sent two albums, and uh, excuse yeah, my ignorance. No, I'm I'm learning all about cheer accident, and yeah, maybe uh, fifty lashes with the wet pasta. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, be honest, you would have never heard of us if it wasn't for Feigenbaum, right? Uh, who knows? But yeah, you know, you're kind of on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> I might have been ended up opening up for you your next Chicago gig. Who knows? Oh, okay. But anyway, okay. I'm never going to call that the new album again. Why did he give me any of the new fucking album? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I kind of love it. I, I what about I the five p- the picture of the five people and what one's a lady? Yeah, that's going to happen, right? <laughs> I mean, how did the band get to that stage? Is that stage over, or is it still going? Well, I think you're... If it's the picture I'm thinking of, it's that that version was in, like, 2010. It's like you're in a living room, and you're standing in the back. Oh. Wait, that's only four people then, right? Yeah, maybe it is four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is four, four, four people. Yeah, as Beck would say, four people in a basketball. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that that version was twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen. Okay, it's really confusing. You probably don't even want to go down that road. Well, we should talk about the people that's in this music, right? The, the version, because I played everything off this fucking thing, and I think these are the people on it, because. I don't know. It looked like the album cover and all that shit bumped to each other. Yeah, yeah. Those, those, the people in that picture are are all on that album, and plus uh, several other people. We have we have a pretty amazing community here in Chicago. Just, I mean, throw a rock and you'll hit an oboe player. You know, right? So, so you're saying like Jeff and Tim, you guys are a core. And then you bring in other cats. It's sort of like Donald Fagan and Walter Becker. 
<laughs> it's exactly like that. Wow. Okay. So some of these guys on the records, they don't ever end up at the gigs. Uh, no, well, that's not true. We like. No, I was assuming the, there. I was making an ass out of you and yeah, me. Yeah, no. We, we try to uh, we try to straddle that line between uh, it being a project with me and Jeff, and also a band, like a you know, it's often a proper band as well. You know, like sometimes we'll have a core of like four people that get together and practice every week. You know. Um, but sometimes we just record our asses off and that's what we've been doing during the pandemic and it's probably been our most productive time ever. I mean, Jeff fucking writes an epic every fucking week. Yeah, <laughs> bring it, bring it. So was, where, was there an incarnation of the band that got in the van and did tours? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Many times. Much, much time in the van. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and when, and what? When was this mainly? Uh, well, ever since '90, we've been going, you know, all all over the place, all over the country. We've been to Europe several times. And, and you played in SoCal. Yeah, well, the furthest south sheer accidents ever played was uh, L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 pad? Last time was. Uh... Where did we play in 2018? We played Troubadour. Like Troubadour. Troubadour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually around the border with Beverly Hills, West Hollywood and Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, you can have some good sound there. That's a good pad to play. Oh, Shit, yeah. I wish I would have known about the gig. Well, next time you come to SoCal, please let Watt know so I can check the band out. We cool. will. Um, uh, do you know the band? Uh, well, now their free salamander exhibit used to be Sleepy Time Gorilla Music. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The Carla with the violin, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we she's Boston or East Coast or something. Yep. Yeah, and that, but that band was from the city up in San Francisco, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Look, we're at the end of the second hour uh, discussing who we know and who we blow. Uh, <laughs> May, May, May Day, 2021 edition of Wap Pedro Show. Special guest Jeff, Tim, from Cheer Accident. Hold tight for our three. May Day, 2021. Third hour of the Wap Pedro Show. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro show. Started off the third hour with, and then you realize you haven't left yet. Yeah, I'll play that other music next chunk, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Buck off air. I blow clams off air too, people. Cheer accident. And then uh, Stony Spring. <laughs> Got to be the best band name ever. I mean, next to Cheer Accident. Stony Spring. I can't believe that name. I want to bruise you <laughs> with the stain of Babylon. Okay, pants exploder after that with no hard feelings. Sigodi, <laughs> cynicism ain't self-defense. Now, I got to apologize to Sigodi because they had given me all the songs with master in the name. I thought it was part of the title, but I guess it was when they fucking mastered it. When they mastered yeah, it. Yeah, so like, you know, cynicism ain't self-defense, master. You know, like <laughs> submitting to the on high, power on high. Fuck. That's great. I did that to like eight or nine of your songs. Sorry, uh, Tolman. The other three guys are uh, Florentines, right? Can't say the C's right. Uh, Max Numak out of uh, Philly with the Crying Waitress, uh, Psychic Hotline, Location Services, and finally Sun Dies. Cheer Accident from five albums ago. Okay. <laughs> what, what is the latest album called? Chicago 20. Okay, Chicago 20. And, and like, the, the credits here for this album that I played the first two hours, it said it was uh, recorded at a place in some guy's garage on the west side. That sounds right. I can't remember the, 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 the town or the neighborhood. Well, part of Chicago. It's, it's called Humboldt Park. That's right, Humboldt Park. I was thinking Humboldt. It's you know, a neighborhood in Chicago. Well, Humboldt, California, that's up north, right? And that's where all the good mota used to be. But now it's legal, so it's all over the place. So. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, what about Chicago 20? What was that recorded? That was recorded um, over the last few years. and. Um... But where? Oh, here in Humboldt Park in oh, my basement. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so that's where you are. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, neighborhoods are, are important. You know, politically, we're part of Los Angeles, but I always say Pedro, you know, we're the fucking harbor. So Humboldt Park, mm -hmm. much respect. Uh, so it being in your basement, are you like the producer? Yeah, I'm the I'm the default producer. Okay. And uh, it being in your pad, you got the luxury of taking your time, huh? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's pretty much all I do, you know. I sit around and EQ the drums and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's your pad, you don't have to wait for the motherfucker to put them up and tear them down each time, right? I had to do that in my that's practice right. pad. I got tired of that shit. Oh, my. Yeah, I can yeah, I keep the drums in the same spot. The drums are, they just get worse and worse every year. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they were a piece of shit when I first got them in 94, and you should see them now. They're, they're beating up piece of shit. Oh, they're, they barely function. Okay. But you know what? The recordings sound fucking great. Oh, cool. thank Yeah, I mean, really good. People, this is an example. Because I'm trying to encourage more and more music people. You know, in the old days, there was a Grand Canyon between recording cats and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. people operating the musical instruments. And I think that that's getting, 
that that chasm's getting bridged over. When why not? Shit's more econo and people learning oh, skills. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, I've been dreaming of this shit for decades. I I I love this way of working. Well, actually, and, uh, it comes out of your tradition as a teenager, right? Yeah, like you know, I had the thought like several decades ago. I'm like, wow, I wish you could get like a low-fi experience, but have multiple tracks. And wow, here we are. <laughs> man, you're you're the abracadabra man. You made it fucking happen, Tim. Now we're gonna play humanize in the distance. <laughs>
Why for Pedro Show, Humanizing the Distance, Cheer Accident, Tom Smith and Kevin Drum with Reconquer, Sleep or Disappear. And finally, last music for this edition, Cheer Accident with Your Weak Heart. Now we got some enlightenment from Tim concerning drums. Yeah, do you know uh, Yoshida from The Ruins? Absolutely. I don't know him personally. Um, he had the misfortune of using my drums when they played in Chicago a few years ago. Yeah. And, you know, he immediately during soundcheck, he duct taped them all. He duct taped the toms together and uh, he just had to tweak everything just so they wouldn't fall apart while he was playing them. And we were standing in front of the stage after soundcheck. He just points up to my drums. He's like, so you use those drums on recordings and i'm like yeah and he's like <laughs> <laughs> well you know a poor carpenter blames his tools <laughs> right that's what my pop said <laughs> and I, I i don't think he made it up either i think that's some wisdom that's been handed down that's so, been handed down so brother yeah. yoshida maybe there's a lesson there somewhere <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with having a good sense of humor <laughs> I you know I love the falling apart thing. Um do you do you know the, the album Western Culture by Henry Cow? Oh yeah. The sock? Well the socks on all no, of them. Oh it's, right? it's the it's actually the one of the only ones that isn't a sock. No, no, I'm thinking of Henry Cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I know there's a couple albums without the sock on it. Yeah, yeah it, it's this one is their last one and, and Chris Cutler's drum sound. It's so wonderful. It just sounds like the world is falling apart. Kind of and, the way he plays. I mean, he's an incredible cat. Yeah. 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 So he, he was a huge influence, and he's probably the one that, uh, not on purpose or anything, but encouraged me to never buy another drum set. <laughs> you know you know who uses the same drum set he started off with? Is uh, Steve and uh, Flipper. Yeah. Oh wow! The same. Okay. He painted it a couple times, but it's the same fucking <laughs> thing he bought. Yeah. Ah, well, you know what? Tell him when you see him next. Tell him that when you paint it, that it, it doesn't count. Then at that point. <laughs> okay. Sure. I haven't painted mine, have I? No. <laughs> have you changed heads? Uh, may, okay, maybe a couple times. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, have you broke any heads? Have you broke any symbols? <laughs> yeah, that's when they get good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Especially around the bell, right? Yep. That's that Susie Q down on the street. You know, ding, ding on the corner. Oh. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. And yeah. uh, what what about this idea where song uh, drummers can't get songwriting? You know, Chinko Hamilton couldn't get songwriting credit in the 60s. Drummers can't write songs. Yeah, well... Don't get me started on that because yeah, it's all bullshit. this sample shit. 
you know how they talk about how James Brown is like the most sampled person ever? Right. He's Clyde, not his fucking drummer. Clyde is. Stubblefield, yeah, funky drummer. Yeah. yeah, so that guy or his estate, whatever, should be getting all the fucking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, Jim they, Brown was a, he was a drummer himself though. That's why those guys had to play fucking tight, sock tight. He had th- I saw him once three trap drummers playing the exact same thing on stage. Whoa. Yeah, with no fucking flam. There you go. So what's the next plan? Well, let's first tell people, where can they find Sheer Accident on the internet? Sheeraccident.com. Okay. Okay. That's, that's people. And is there a hyphen? There yes. Is. Okay. So C-H-E-E-R hyphen A-C-C-I-D-E-N-T dot com, people. And uh, we got a QAnon form. Got to thank uh, Mr. Steve F. for the... I mean, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on that fucking label. and uh, But me getting turned on to you guys, I can't thank him enough for that. So th- thank you, brother yeah, Steve, for we, that. We and and what you guys is, Jeff, Tim, what's your next plan? Uh, we got to finish this uh, goddamn Jeff epic. Another epic. <laughs> Does it have a name yet? Do you name him what? Jeff? Yeah, it's called uh, They Won't Talk to Me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that like, sounds like art, art imitating life, Mike. Right, right. I think the conversation starter. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I love what you're doing. When you get this album done, when you come back on the show, we can play it, and I can be in the moment, uh, contemporary with you, and we can, <laughs> of course, wrap about. Okay. Yeah, man. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You got a new listener here in Pedro. Okay. All right. Okay. Big love, people. It's been the May first. 2021 Dishwap Peter, so keep your powder dry.